motherfucking. My name's Adam. It's the Page Avenue Crew Podcast. Horror band's called Story of the Year. Motherfucking Story of the Year. I'm Dan. Josh. Motherfucking Story of the Year. I'm Ryan. <laughs> Josh is in the cabin in the woods. You know in Stranger Things when the kids go to the top of that hill and they, they build that big fucking antenna out of shit out of the kid with no teeth's backpack? Yeah. <laughs> That's how Josh is connected to this podcast right now. Yeah, man. <laughs> That kid with no teeth. Josh is on one of his many, many vaca- man, many vacations. <laughs> Sketchy Wi-Fi up in this piece. Where are you right now? Gatlinburg, Tennessee. In a cabin doing what? Like where specifically? Tell us a story. Um, in the Smoky Mountains in a cabin on a hill <laughs> with my sister's family and a other friend's family. Yeah, man. Just uh, hanging out in Tennessee. Went on some hikes. Tight. What is it? Bible study? What are you doing? No, just, you know, spring break, bro. <laughs> Spring break, bro. Titties. Yeah, man. Nice. <laughs> Some woods titties. I went there last spring break. Oh, wait. Not not last spring break, but the spring break before that. Two years ago, over spring break, I went to Smoky Mountains also. It was dope. Yeah, man. That's what you do when you're 40 and have kids. You, sp- you spring break in the Smoky Mountains instead of the beach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't... Uh, I'm not, like, big on, like, Gatlinburg and, like, all that stupid shit, but... um. The Smokies are pretty dope. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know? just, I'm just here to not do anything and then go sample some moonshine. Tight. Some some real moonshine. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I'd ever seen, uh, I, in all like the outdoor shit that I've done in all the weird places, Smoky Mountain's the first time I've ever seen a bear, like not in a zoo. I've seen a black bear. You seen it? It was yeah, awesome. Man. Last time we were here, one walked across our, our deck, looked in our kitchen, and just kept walking. <laughs> All right, not to Holy be shit. not to be a one upper, but they fucking opened our car doors. Uh, my brother in law left us like a salami sub sandwich or whatever. That, that's how he rolls <laughs> in his car. And there's signs all over the cabin, all over the motherfucker. Do not leave anything in your any food in your car. Not even wrappers or whatever. Do not leave salami sub sandwiches in <laughs> <Yeah>. your car. <laughs> Dude, all bears caps. can open car doors. Bears can open car doors. It opened everyone's doors. It was six o'clock in the morning. I went out to to drink coffee. And everyone's doors are fucking open, and there's like trash and shit. Like they can open car doors, dude. Go on YouTube; it's a thing. I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna one up it and tell you the last time I was here, I fought a bear and won. Damn, damn, <laughs> barehanded or with a weapon? Barehanded, barehanded. Damn, uh, actually, that's a hell of a spring break. I whooped his legs with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> I had to whip his legs. The time what? I had to whip his legs. It was that time in Tennessee where I had to whip that bear's legs with his own hands. Oh, rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. God Josh, damn. I was out with, that is, this is the weirdest fucking coincidence, but we were just talking about Charlie Murphy we and whipping legs before you got I mean, on you here. You said that. Oh, dude. Did you have to come at him with the front? <laughs> I caught him with the front. God damn. I just showed that to, I just told these dudes, I showed that to Ashley. That is super fucking random that you just said that. Oh, that's yep. so good. Wow. Dude, Charlie Murphy's one of those dudes. You can imagine, like, if somehow we ended up, like, we were at a thing, and it was some kind of festival, and we ended up in a bar with him, and he was talking. Like, I just imagine all of us just circled around and just smiling, just watching yeah. him talk and just listening <laughs> and doing nothing but laughing. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Just being, like, happy as fuck just to hear shit come out of his mouth. Look what you did to my forehead. Look what you did to my face. <laughs> <laughs> we should all go to a cabin and get a Ouija board and see if we can invite him to hang out with us. <laughs> <laughs> that should be our first music, our first music video on the new album. Yeah, <laughs> the summoning of Charlie Murphy. <laughs> That's the first single. <laughs> That's a fucking great idea. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! Damn yeah. it.
So, you, you have the wet t-shirt contest yet on your spring break <laughs> with your family? <laughs> Not with my family yet. No, that's tomorrow. <laughs> Organized. That's tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. You're just going to line up your your sister and Christy and shoot them with a hose? Who wins? I, Who wins? Uh, you have to make a prediction. Yeah. I can't. Either way, you lose. Yeah. Josh, how come when I, how come when I called you yesterday... Uh, Josh was on vacation. I kept trying to have a long conversation with him. And you started yelling at your wife real hard. What was going on? He's like, Christy. <laughs> like, I've never heard you like snap at her. Like, you like yelled at her, dude. I was already like, you go, he goes just like this. He goes, God damn it, Christy. <laughs> yeah, get her. I was already aggravated, like, with my kids. Whatever we were doing, we were eating somewhere and they were already pissing me off, and she was in the middle of doing something else. So, she immediately got lumped into like when you yell at your kids for something. That's funny. Yeah, you had a group deal on the domestic abuse. You yeah. know, they all got some. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, aggravating. Does Christy listen to our podcast? No. Oh, that's a shame. Does anybody's wife or family listen to it? <laughs> Does anybody? <laughs> Period. Is anyone out there? Question mark. Hey, can, hey, can anybody hear me? <laughs> uh, yeah, my, my wife listens most of the time. She's not all caught up. My wife. My, my wife. wife. My fourteen-year-old my niece listens to it, so that's neat. We're shaping her teens. Yeah, she's gonna turn out fucking great. <laughs> so Chrissy doesn't listen. So if we talked about shooting her with a hose, no, she, she doesn't listen because she has big boobs. Has she ever heard our band? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yep. Hey, cool. cool I'll change the subject to make you more comfortable, Josh. About movies, because our fucking music podcast is about movies, apparently. Have you watched the the Snyder cut of uh, the Justice League yet? Yeah, I watched it the other day. The whole thing. Did you watch it all in one sitting? For the most part, yeah. I mean, it was all one sitting, but like, it, I watched all of it with like a dinner break and like kids and shit, me having to pause it and stuff. But it was. Yeah. I, I didn't watch it over a couple of days. It was all in one day. I've been watching it over like three days because you know it's all split. For anybody who doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about, the Justice League, the movie Batman, Superman, all that shit, all the DC superheroes it's like the the avengers endgame equivalent kind of thing and there's a new version of it that is the original director's original vision on hbo it's fucking four hours long but it's broken into parts it's not different episodes but as you watch it it'll pause and say like chapter one chapter two blah 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 it's like eight right eight chapters how how much do they pay you to to just uh throw that that nice little thing in there this episode is brought to you by <laughs> I feel like I'm on the Truman show whenever she's like yeah. try a new elk rotary or whatever. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to I'm going to watch it just to just so I can see more Wonder Woman, more Gagado, Gadot, however you say that shit. Did you like um 1984? It was all right. I love her. <laughs> Everyone hated on it so much and I watched it with low expectations like I do with all the DC stuff and I was like, yeah. Cool, I like this movie. This is tight. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it, but she could fart on a pine cone and I would watch it. It doesn't matter. She could fart on a snare drum? And I would watch it yeah, on a snare drum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think I've seen any of the DC ones. Most of them aren't good, dude. I think I saw Suicide Squad. Is that it? Yeah. Is that the same thing? Strike one. I don't remember watching. I, after I watched it, I was like, cool, I'm not watching that again. I don't remember <laughs> anything about it. The Wonder Woman movies are great, in my opinion. Yeah, Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman's fucking dope. Dude, uh, the hard thing is just like, and I'm not even like super into comic book shit, but like, Mar- like, dude, if you look at, like, the characters that Marvel has, like, fucking Tony Stark, yep. you know, like, Robert Downey, like, I could just go on and on, but, like, the, they don't really have that with DC, you know? They don't have, like, no. those 
established. Marvel has done like dope. such a good job at making a whole bunch of characters that I either barely heard of or had never heard of and couldn't possibly give a fuck about, make them awesome and get me invested to the point where like it, it in Endgame where Tony Stark died, I fucking cried. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, I, and I never, I've never read comic books ever in my life, but that shit, like I was fully invested by the end, you know? Yeah. Oh, dude, you yelling bitch, Scoops, just reminded me of something. You guys ever hear something and it's like so fucking random and you're like, and, and I'll just tell you what I'm saying. I was listening to Two Bears, <laughs> One Cave, all right? And Burt Kreischer told a story about how he fell asleep with pizza in his pocket and woke up with pizza <laughs> in his pocket and... Does he have an eating jacket? Swear to God, that's happened to me twice. <laughs> I've woken up with pizza in my pocket fucking twice. Good thing you weren't around a bear. I what Wish you wouldn't look at me like that, Napoleon. <laughs> Good thing you weren't in the Smoky Mountains. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In an unlocked yeah. car. No, I had that one jacket with that. I had that uh, jacket with that pouch on the chest. Yeah, man. The, your, your performance fleece. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember getting hammered and waking up, and I had pizza in my in my fleece <laughs> in my pocket. And one other time, I had a piece of pizza. This is recently. I had a uh, piece of pizza in my pocket and a pair of Adidas pants. <laughs> I fucking passed out. <laughs> pizza in my pocket. Were you, like, hiding it from your, your family, like, so you could get a piece still? No, both times I was like... Or you just always put pizza in your pockets? No, I just... Both times I was, like, really, really drunk. And I just thought it'd be funny to put pizza in my pocket. And I fell asleep. Passed Dude, out. hey, you know what you should do uh, when our next album comes out and this shit starts popping off and we have the biggest podcast in the world? You should have a line of eating wear, like eating clothing, <laughs> that has like Ziploc bag pockets that have the little Ziploc thing in it, so it keeps it fresh in there. So even if you pass out, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, do I do this? I do this thing where every once in a while I accidentally like get drunk by myself, <laughs> like because my tolerance is so fucking low. Yeah, that, same. You know, so, some nights like, dude, Ashley ha- has all this like incredible whiskey. Like I opened a Blanton's the night before. It's like a two hundred fifty dollar bottle of whiskey. She has some up there, like six seven hundred dollar bottle. Anyway, either way, it's all just sitting here in my office. And then some some nights I'm just like, you know what? I make some whiskey and just fucking chill hard. And I'll drink one, and then I'll drink another one, and then like my tolerance was so fucking low. I'll just stand up and I'll be like, holy shit, I'm fucking like hammered, you know? And I accident I accidentally do Dude, that. Dude, tell myself me sometimes. if tell me if you have this this kind of thing going through your head because I do the exact same thing where I drink and I'm just drinking and subconsciously my brain is back in the days when I used to just pound drinks like that. And I'm thinking like, I'm not that drunk. Like, you know, or like you're trying, like you, you know, you're late getting like out of the venue and getting to the, where everybody, everybody's going to party. So you just pound a bunch of drinks to like catch up or something. And you're just yep. used to what it's like to be drunk. So you're just fucking putting them back and you're watching TV and then you stand up exactly like you're saying, you're like, <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck, I'm going to feel yeah. like shit tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, because I no matter what I was, I wake up the same time every morning, and does if I if I go to bed at four in the morning, I'm still waking up at six in the morning. Fucking sucks. Old as I fuck. Like being hungover. I don't like being hungover. I accidentally go to the bar and then I'm purposely drink a whole bunch <laughs> on accident. <laughs> on purposely. <laughs> on purpose. I can't wait. I I'm one of those people that like I took the, you know, I took the COVID shit like serious. I just kind of whatever the fucking scientist said to do, I just did it. I haven't been to a bar and. Dan, you had COVID. It's a little different to you, for you, but I can't fucking wait to go to a goddamn bar. Yeah, Can dude. I, wait? I got my first shot today. Ooh. I'm Did almost really? there. Ooh, wee. Yep. Where'd you get it? Can you say? I got it at a VFW hall in fucking Arnold. <laughs> nice. Did you go to a fish fry afterwards? 
Yeah, I went to a new metal show and then I went to a fish fry. <laughs> nice. I get my second one next Sunday. Nice. Or this Sunday. Which one did you get, Josh? Uh, Pfizer. What did you get? Scully? Peanuts? Moderna. That's what I got. Which I heard is the gnarlier one on the second toast. If fucking, I, I don't, I think we, I, we talked about this. I'll just say it again. Uh, my wife, she's in nursing my school. Wife. And she does, my wife is in nursing school and she does like private and home care for people. So she had to get vaccinated. Dude, I've seen her throw up hammered and the next day just power through it. I've seen her with fucking pneumonia, bronchitis, having babies and shit. Nothing stops her, dude. She's a fucking, she's an animal. Nothing stops her. She's savage. Uh, the, her second shot destroyed her like fucking down dude down Fuck. for like eight like 18 hours like down did she throw up in your vents and then you had to smell it for the next couple years of <laughs> no. your car no that happened to somebody didn't it that happened to ryan no that happened to me i tr- dude i had to trade I, my eagle talon <laughs> i swear to god i traded in high school i traded the car in because she threw up in all events yeah that's what i thought she got she drank a bunch of whiskey and threw up <laughs> in like the air conditioning vents and in like yeah. all the cracks and <laughs> Just like projectile into every, I took like my car as much as you can take it all apart, scrubbed it, dude. And every time you turn the heat or the AC on, it would just blast fucking barf at you. <laughs> and uh, it was so bad, I traded it in. I thought that that really happened. I could, I was like, did we, did I make that up? No, that happened. That happened. I tell that story like twice a year. People talk about yeah. weird shit that happened in their car. Yeah, you know, dude, you know what else I did to that car? I put 70,000 miles on it, and I I never changed oil once. <laughs> you know what else you used to do in that car? Is we'd, you'd, we'd go down any side street as fast as you could, and you would pull yeah. the emergency brake and spin yeah. around. Yeah. That was my favorite. Yeah. I probably already said this on the podcast, but the first time you came over to my old new metal band's house to practice or to hang out, because, you, you know, Ryan played guitar in my old new metal band for a little bit. Yeah. It was this, like, nice suburban neighborhood with a bunch of, like, just whack old fat white people and shit and <laughs> ryan does an e-brake park on the cul-de-sac like <laughs> we get to hear it like in the house when he came out and there's fucking smoke coming up and shit yeah you used to do that like twice a day every day i did dude i would do it every single day and also um i would pick david smith up for for the days we did shout out david smith the days we did go to high school uh <laughs> I, when i would pick him up dude it was always the, when you turn off Lackland, that stop sign to his house, I would always try to get, uh, I would always get over 100 miles an hour every single day on that street. <laughs> dude, think about how fucking insane that is, dude. Yeah. 100 it's, on that little Speed limit's street. 20 there. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, dude, that's actual like jail time, right? When you're like, probably, oh, yeah, if you got, I assume so. Yeah. I, I got that car. The tires were fucking bald. I went through three turbos in that car. It turns out if you don't change the oil, like you'll keep blowing turbos. <laughs> what is a turbo? Um, like, what does it actually do? I never... It's, it's like, like NOS, bro. It's like NOS. Like, injects some shit? Yeah, it, like, shoots air in, uh, from what I understand. Like, uh, yeah. It's like anyway, the power hit on a bong. Yeah. Uh, I got that car going uh, 140 on Lindbergh. Dude, <laughs> I was like a fucking... I was like the worst kid ever with that kind of shit. The speed limit at the most on Lindbergh is 40, right? It's 40. I went over almost 100 over. <laughs> Back in the day, that car was fast, though, dude. It was like... What was it? Yeah, the it was Eagle like, Talon? Or? It was an yeah. Eagle Talon. Uh, it was like the TSI version with, like, turbo... 16 valve over like all the it was like dude they're actually like pretty fucking fast especially back in the day you know? and Italian was like one of those things that like three different companies made it like it was a Mitsubishi something else yeah. right is what it was eclipse? it equivalent to is it a mission eclipse yeah the eclipse yeah, yeah. 
Jenny had one of those. Yeah. I don't think hers had NOS in it, though. <laughs> no. NOS. <laughs> no, dude. I, did, did I tell you about this guy's time? Um, right. This this was like Fast and Furious time, right? I had that. Yeah. I got that Honda Prelude, and I called. There's like a shop here in St. Louis. I ordered a uh, full like exhaust for it, like a supercharger, rims, all this shit. And full I char- fucking I, race cars. I got, a, I got a credit card, and I like... I got like six credit cards actually. I used to buy like Les Pauls and snowboards and all this shit. And uh, I got a new credit card and ordered all that shit and maxed it out like the first day I got it. And then uh, like two hours later, I was like, what the fuck did I just do? So I called up and I acted like I was crying. I was like, my girlfriend's pregnant. I need to, get-. and I canceled. They like let me cancel the order because I was crying. So I just found out I got my girlfriend pregnant and they let me cancel it all. Oh my God. If I thought for five minutes, I have a story like that for like almost every day of my life from like age 15 to like 25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how you bought a computer. That's how you bought a guitar. Yeah. You were good at it. How, how did, how did you not end up with like a hundred thousand dollars of debt over your life? I worked my ass off, dude. I always had, you just it. always paid it off, huh? Uh, well, it really got paid off when we got our first record deal. I remember sitting, we talked about this, but like, yeah, we just paying off all of our debts and stuff. But no, I like, I always had jobs. I always worked. I was always flipping dirt bikes and stuff, you know, <laughs> but I don't know. It's when we got signed is when I finally like paid all the shit off. Dude, that's like my problem with Western education. I know this is taking a turn towards like the heavy, but like, I don't know. It's just like a kid's in school and you just see, it's just like, memorize this, memorize that, memorize this, memorize that. But dude, they don't teach you shit about fucking how to balance checkbook when interest rate really is fucking happiness yep. what stress is what anxiety is what fucking the, like all the important things in life you don't learn in school instead you learn the capital of fucking montana it's so fucking weird hey ge- geography turned out to be pretty important for us okay i know but i never knew about <laughs> interest rates and compounding interest rates yeah that, and like, that would that would make sense to learn that, would that. Be like yeah. the first thing you should teach a fucking kid in high school i, I would think you know true yeah teach Teach kids important math that they're going to use in their life and explain to them exactly why. Like, hey, you're going to get hit with some predatory shit that's going to, you're going to get this credit card and you're going to think it's cool, but here's what it's going to cost you. Learn this. Skip to the next thing that's important. Yeah. You know, and teach them critical thinking and how not Mm -hmm. to fuck up their life. Dude, I I have days, uh, like this pandemic at the beginning of it, (sighs) that's too long of a story. Either, Either way, I have days where I seriously think about like, I'm pulling my kids out of fucking school. I'm going to homeschool them. I'm just going to, like, dedicate half of my life to figuring out what they're fucking awesome at and what their passions are and just fucking go full force, fuck school, fuck college, fuck everything, and just... But then I realize, like, I have to work, too, and I can't just, you know... I wouldn't last very long. But, dude, I don't know, dude. I think most of school is just fucking stupid and waste of time. Like, sorry if that's irresponsible and you're listening to this. Like, uh, don't don't listen to me. That's just my personal opinion, but... Well, dude, it's like find find something you fucking love and that you gravitate towards, and just put all like they don't do that shit in like the schools, public school. Like it's just it's to teach you to be a fucking assembly line worker, teach you how to be a fucking robot. It's hey, industrial relations. Sorry, go ahead. The internet here sucks, so I'm gonna have to leave. All right, then. Yeah, you guys have a great podcast, and don't fuck it up. Yeah, maybe they should have taught you about the internet in high school. Yeah, if you would have stayed in school, <laughs> Josh. We love you, and we, we'd like to say uh, we hope you have a good night. <laughs> I'm going to go whip this bear's leg. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell before you leave, tell him what that bear can do. That bear's going to fucking suck one, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We had to get it out of the way now. Now, now you can leave. All right, oh, bye-bye. 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 <laughs>
can't have a podcast without a Josh Will suck one. <laughs> Could you imagine if any of us had like $100,000 in college debt? Fuck. Because we would not have used that in our lucky, luckily for us, our career path worked out for us, but that's because we knew what we wanted to do. And, you know, we were, we worked our ass off to do it. But my older brother's graduated college, I don't know, fucking 15 years ago or some shit. And he still pays like $800 a month. Yeah. God damn. He's also got like four majors, right? Yeah. But still, dude, that shit's crazy. Like it's fucking crazy. I don't know. But I mean, your brother's one of the most educated people any of us probably know, but that's a lot to fucking to have on your shoulders the rest of your life. Super educated. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Su- super educated. Like, but Dan, I think that's like, it, I think about it from time to time, especially when, I don't know, especially, this sounds weird, but like the days where I'm just like, like I posted today, like uh, I've been trying to like back off Instagram a little bit, you know, and just kind of stay off my phone a little bit more. But today I just had one of those days like I fucking like just love this band. I love my I love everything I'm doing. I just felt super stoked about it. So I made a post. And I have days like today where I think about it. It's just like, dude, thank God my mom saw that school is not my path. I had teachers that just passed me when I shouldn't have. Like, it's just I'm not one of the I can I can already see it in my son, dude. Like he he doesn't if he doesn't care about something, it's just you can't you can't make that kid fucking care at all. <laughs> I can already see it in this dude, you know? And I don't know, dude. I don't know. What would my life be like if, I don't know, I, I if I just sat in a cubicle or some shit just because my parents forced me to or I was too um, not not so much a spaz and just kind of like followed orders. And I don't know, dude. I, 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 I don't think I'm that kind of person. I, don't, I think I would fucking not be stoked at all on anything at all. I wouldn't even be the person you're talking to right now. I probably wouldn't even be alive, dude. I couldn't function like that way. You know? If you were forced, if if your parents really, really forced you to to do that kind of thing, you probably would end up in fucking jail. To be honest, you know what I mean. If yeah, you try maybe. to like really, really force something on like uh, the kind of personality, the ADHD, creative kind of brain people that we are, mm-hmm. bad shit happens. Yeah, man. People don't end up going down a good path. Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know. I always you know, talk about this. Like I've done other podcasts, whatever people like that kind of stock question, like who's your hero, who you respect. Blah, blah. And people always say it's like my mom or my dad or whatever, blah, blah. Like, but like, man, I would have to give a cliche answer like that too. Cause my mom, especially my mom was just like, yeah, you're going to move to California with your friends and, uh, you have no money, no fallback plan, no nothing. Good luck, son. Have fun. <laughs> Live your life. Don't get lost. Don't start doing drugs. But have fun. Don't get lost out there. You know what I'm saying? Like that was your one your one rule. You weren't allowed to get lost. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That was like the only rule my mom. I remember ever, her saying that. Yeah, that's like the only rule my mom ever gave me. Like fucking ever. Like yep. You know? Yeah. I mean, well, we were all like 20 years old, 19, 20, somewhere in there, and yeah, we all had very supportive people. Nobody was like, "Don't fuck. You can't do that." For any of us, which is crazy. Which is Very crazy weird. because the chances of actually succeeding in the music industry are, I mean, keep in mind for people listening, this was pre-fucking YouTube, pre-social media, pre-like all that shit. This was like, yeah. this was 2002, like- 2002. Yeah. Right? This was like you gave mm-hmm. demo tapes 
demo tapes to A&R people and you hope that they come see your band and sign you and write you a big fat check and put you in the studio. And it's like literally one in a fucking 10 million, you know, like, like getting struck <laughs> Tw- by lightning. Almost 20 years ago now. That's crazy. We moved there 19 yeah. years ago. Yeah. yeah. And then our parents went, well, okay, so you'd have better chance of laying in the backyard with your ass in there getting struck by lightning, but this is your dream. Go fucking get it. You know, like, oh my God. Yeah. Like being a parent, like, dude, holy shit. You know? My dad's thing was like, was always, what's your plan? Mm-hmm. He didn't necessarily have to agree with it or think it was a good idea per se, or think it was likely. But if I had some kind of plan, some kind of thing I wanted to do, that was satisfactory for him. If I was just fucking coasting and just being a shithead, he's like, what's your fucking plan? You know? So when I basically dropped out of college, I said I was going to go to, you know, like audio engineering school. He's like, okay, you have a plan. Cool. And when I said I wasn't going to do that and I was going to join the band, he was kind of like, okay, well, what are you going to do? And I was like, well, just give it some time. Like, I proved this to you with this other thing, right? Like, I made this bet with him that I would be playing shows in clubs by the time I was 17 when I first got my guitar. And it happened. So he's like, okay, I guess. And then when we actually, like, started doing stuff and, you know, I joined the band and I was playing shows with you guys and then we had this plan to move and we had, like, all this stuff lined up even though he didn't understand it necessarily, he was proud that I was part of something where we were going to go for it. Cause he didn't fucking go for it. He's like, well, I'm making good money with this job and didn't do his thing that he wanted to do. So he respected that. And if I didn't have that support, despite the fact that he didn't get it, who knows what the fuck I'd probably be in fucking jail for fucking vandalism or some dumb shit again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, this is kind of sidebar, but um, if you don't mind me saying this, your dude, your dad was kind of like a s- fucking special dude, man. And it was most apparent, as dark as it sounds, at your dad's funeral, at the wake. Like, mm-hmm. how many fucking people were there? Like, how many? Dude, it was like a sold out show. Unfucking believable, <laughs> yeah. dude. Unbelievable. There's so many people there. I remember thinking, like, old people don't have friends, really. You know, like, like I don't know. Cause my yeah. my parents, like, first of all, my parents didn't like each other at all after that got divorced they kind of started becoming bros and stuff but fucking my parents were not happy married people like they didn't hang out they didn't have other married couples like i just i just didn't think your parents like hung out like had a friend network like it's not how i grew up you know yeah and i was like dude holy fuck like how do these people like who are these people you know it was weird my dad was like the dude like the organizing dude of like a dozen different friend groups, his high school group, his like dudes from like, like people from different jobs that he had over the years. Like he worked in the same industry, but he would like go from company to company, like any adult, like he worked at like seven different companies for who, you know, five, four or five years at a time. Right. And he developed these new friend groups and they'd become part of like the, Oh, we're going to this place to like Montauk to fish in March, or we're going to go to here to do this. You know, he was always organizing trips, always creating these, like bringing people together. Uh, my mom's side of the family, became part of like this fishing group or this like softball team or whatever. And all those things, they all overlapped a little bit, but he was like the dude for each one of them over the, you know, the 30 years or so that he was like an adult doing that shit. And we'd be places like, I remember being in Disney world, like in in a line for a ride in like the nineties. My mom always hated it. Like he, no matter where we'd go, like there'd be somebody be like, Ralph, She'd be like, God fucking damn it. Like, here we go. Like, yeah. you know, we live in Missouri. We're in Florida. We're in line. And from the distance, Ralph, 
And then fucking there's somebody who like my dad knew like in another state. And it was like he was in a band, but he was just like an old fat bald dude. Yeah. <laughs> like a bunch of like fishing <laughs> friends and shit. That is pretty crazy. I mean, that'd be normal for us now, but yeah. 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 It, it was like exactly like how those experiences we have where you just see somebody somewhere. Yeah. But he was just a dude who sold pipe. <laughs> live in the pipe. Sold steel pipe. That's what he can, did. So like, can I live in the pipe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It makes you think just like, I don't know, especially what we do with the band. I think it's one of the coolest things about what we do is just that, that ability to connect with other people uh, and us being artists. And it's pretty fucking profound. Like some of the connections we've made, like some of the, like the emails or notes we've gotten or just like you see people's tattoos and shit. And you just like, yeah, you think about the impact you've had on other human animals. And it's like, sometimes it's like fucking pretty overwhelming. Like I've read some shit before where like, I damn, like that's incredible. Like just because we're a bunch of assholes that play music, you know? Yeah. Like just amazing, you know? It's sick, man. Yeah. Sick, bro. I get all deep into this shit and feel it all super hard and everything, but I think it's fucking incredible, you know? And it is really cool to be part of something. Like you work with anyone closely for any amount of time and you share things that you people, you know, outside of that group don't necessarily understand. So those in-group things become binding, but it is a lot different. And we've talked about this probably way too much, but doing something that, is less common, like being in a band or touring, having that experience. And then it's like every time we have a guest on the show, we haven't talked to them or seen them for like years. And as soon as they're on, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's completely normal instantly. Like we had yeah, Anto yeah. on last week and it was yeah. like not a day had passed. Yeah. You know? That dude's fucking funny. Yeah, that keeps happening. And it's weird. It's like, holy shit. I listened to, uh, I've almost finished that episode and I listened to it. It was really fucking cool to listen to that. It was cool. Dude, you guys were talking about that room. Uh, there's a backstage area where there's like the bunks and shit in it. Yeah. Overseas yeah. somewhere. Dude, you know what I remember? Two of you guys, and I, I think it was you and Phil, Adam, two of you guys get got in like a massive fucking blowout, fucking screaming argument in that dressing oh, room. Oh, yeah. Do you know I what I'm talking them. about? And I, I think, think it was, it was right you and Phil. at the Swellers, too. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was, yeah, because I remember right? going in yeah, there. because it was like the first day and we're all like, it's not normally like this, guys. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's you right? know, I was yeah. listening to that. I was listening to that podcast, and I was like, I wonder if they're going to talk about that because it was right when we first met the Swellers, and their first impression of us was That's these right. two. I mean, you guys weren't like going to hit each other or anything, but it was close, like fucking screaming at each other. And I was like, oh fuck! And I left, and I just saw the f- dudes in the band saw their faces, and like, <laughs> it's like God, this is crazy. I, I can't remember at all what we were arguing about, but it was full like Jersey Shore level. It was fucking stupid. It was <laughs> yeah, embarrassing yeah. in hindsight. I remember the last, uh, I think the last argument you and Phil had, uh, it was about him saying, you were saying your dogs are the same thing as his kids. <laughs> and that was I remember, we were with Hawthorne Heights and, <laughs> yeah, and you uh, guys were like and, full on screaming about it. Yeah, yeah. JT was like, well, you don't know what it's like to only have a dog to him. <laughs> like, you know, while we were like yelling yeah, and he's yeah. like, I don't know, man. God, that's funny. That's what happens when you, when you live in a vehicle or uh, a hotel with people Yeah, for yeah. years on end. You're, that shit's going to happen. Yeah. I was, um, I was telling Dan before we started recording, I was going through a, uh, one of Adam's shared libraries and there's just some fucking random videos of Dan in a hotel room drunk trying to order room service <laughs> and like 
I, I was like, I just felt all motivated today and all like fucking in love with the band and shit. And so I wanted to make an Instagram post and I wound up, I spent an hour just going through that album and just looking at tour photos and watching like funny videos and shit. It's like, God damn, dude, I cannot wait to do that again. I want to play. I want to play shows. I want to do all that. But I, that's the shit I miss the most. Just the random being in a hotel room and just seeing that, or just walking down some random, sh- it's, it's the smallest, most trivial shit that I miss. Yeah. That was the last time we were in New York City and it was like 3 a.m. We got back to the hotel and, you know, as you do, we were drunk. Yeah. And uh, I was like, this is probably it's New York. I don't have a pizza. I don't, I think it was New York, but. <laughs> is that when Josh had that? The fur neck with a pizza on it? Birth? The yeah. Fur- the fur thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I don't know. I just picked up the phone and I was like, started hitting numbers. And Bond's like, ah, tell him this. And I'm, we're just laughing and shit. And I didn't even care if anybody answered, but then he did. And I'm just like, hey, pizza? Can we get pizza? And he's just like, no, sir. No, it's, it's almost 4 a.m. I think it's all closed. I was like, oh, man. And then at the end, I said, all right, page me. And I hung yeah, up. It, and I think we, knowing us, we had to fly out. It's 6 a.m., or had to be, because that's how we mm-hmm. fucking have d- done it the last like six years for flyouts. Yeah. It, I guarantee you it was one of those times where you didn't sleep. You just it might like, have been that night because when we left from that trip, me and Bond stayed up and he fell asleep like five minutes before we had a lobby call. And I was yeah. like, dude, you can't fall asleep. It's like, we got to go. Uh, and we just That up. makes my whole skeleton hurt to even just think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell the breath yeah. in this memory, the alcohol yeah. breath. Very Jameson-like. I've seen you do that like... I've seen you do that multiple times. Just go through the whole night. What I learned is eventually, yeah, eventually it was, it's easier to just stay up than it is to sleep for two hours and wake up and feel even worse, you know? So, yeah. I mean, it sucks so either just, way. Either way, it's rough. You end up passing out before they, you even get in the air before they even say you can put your seats back. So you yeah. sleep straight up in like an hour <laughs> and you're like, oh, I got her in the air. I should put my seat back. It's painful. There was one time where, uh, I don't know what this was, but you did, <laughs> you just raged all night. And didn't go to sleep, and you were at the airport just annihilated. And I sat next to you on the plane. And dude, I you got drunk. I I hanging out with me from the train. I couldn't believe. I could not believe how bad you smelled. Not like bo. I'm just talking about like fucking straight booze. And it was impossible that everyone within like a maybe nine foot radius wasn't just going. Oh my god. And I don't know. It was one of those moments. They let me on the plane too. I don't know how. Yeah, Dude. that was the drunkest. Like, yeah, that was that was a rough one. I've Adam, there there was a couple times where you guys both did that. Yeah, where I, I would come when I lived in L.A., <laughs> I would come home to rehearse, and then I would stay at Dan's, and we would go yeah. almost every time because yeah, yeah. when I would come in town and we'd go to the bar, Gabe would be like, "Well, I'm gonna make him black out." We just yeah. can, like just keep serving shots to me all night. And mm-hmm. I remember once. Well, that was always the excuse. You got to be there at six. <laughs> Why go to bed? Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> I remember going from this was like. Fucking ten years ago, probably when my wife and I were dating. Like, my wife, my wife. Maybe we were all at the bar together. She was there too, or something. But we stayed up. We went directly from Flamingo, mm-hmm. essentially, to the airport. Right? Yeah. Like we stopped and there got might our have bags. Been a pops, like a pop stop in between or something. <laughs> yeah. We used to do that all the time. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think we just yeah went straight to get the the bags and then straight to the airport. Dude, <laughs> fucking a. God. This was like. Not all of these, but that one was like 10 years ago or more. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it still happens. <laughs> a lot of these were only a few years ago. But yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, do you guys remember when we went to Alaska, when Chip, 
John Inglesby. Shout out John Inglesby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So he was he was drum teching for us, and he got he fell in love with that chick Chevy. Her name was Chevy. You guys remember yep. that? Yeah. Yes. He like fell uh, he, in did, love he did a similar thing, and I think he, he was still up the next morning, right? When we were supposed to leave, I think I physically had to pick him up out of his bed and like carry him out in or the maybe hallway he went to, to sleep to wake yeah. him up. He, no, he he, he yeah. was so hammered that like he wouldn't even talk. He couldn't talk. Remember? Oh, that was it. Phil and I, because he was he was asleep. Phil and I brought him into our room because we knew like we had to keep eyes on him because he we wouldn't be he'd be passed out. We wouldn't be able yeah, to get yeah. into his room. He'd yeah, yeah. miss the fucking flight. And he was trying to. He was like, "I'm just gonna stay here. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get an apartment or whatever he was fucking saying about her. <laughs> he yeah, wanted yeah. to move there. Yeah, and he was just gonna stay. <laughs> yeah, and we he passed out so hard like 15 minutes before we were supposed to leave that like we couldn't. We were trying to pick him up, and his body was just like like he was dead. Yeah, and then we finally got him going, and like you said, he just he couldn't even talk. He couldn't even function. That's why you yeah. don't fall asleep. It's oh. way worse. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's weird though is after the first flight, we had a layover somewhere, and after the first flight, he comes off the layover, and he was like normal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like strange. the first four hour flight, and yeah, he slept the whole time. And have we talked about Alaska on this podcast? Have we talked about it? Not much. Yeah, we did okay. once. Talk, talk about right. how maybe, maybe a little bit. Do you guys yeah. remember just? being just completely fucking blown away about like the hot, like the bar. I don't know any other way to like articulate this thought, but like the hospitality of locals when you're at, at the bar and they know you're from out of town. Do you guys remember like that first yeah. night we went every yeah. bar we went into complete strangers would just buy us shots and they didn't even know we were in a band. They just yeah, knew they were just like, where we are you guys my- from? You're not, you don't sound like you're from around here. And, like and then like, yeah. yeah, yeah. You just, the bartender would walk over and there'd just be like four shots. It was always fucking gross Jaeger. Yeah. And you and you'd be like, "What?" And and she'd just kind of point her head that way, and there'd be like just a dude just sitting by himself, like some trucker-looking dude, some mm-hmm. deadliest catch-looking dude, and he'd just kind of go, <laughs> he'd raise his beer and just go, "Here you go," you know, and just buy yeah. us all drinks, no clue, just knew we were from out of town, you know. Welcome yeah. to Alaska. Yeah, I just think that is the coolest thing, and it's it, pretty awesome. And it happened at every bar. Then when it turned not cool, is the next morning when we were all hungover. You guys remember we went yeah. to breakfast. It was a, it was mm-hmm. eleven o'clock in the morning, and this, this waitress, was Chevy's fault. This was yeah. Chevy. Yeah, yeah. the waitress it, it came felt over like six a.m. Though. Well, yeah, we went to bed Physically. at like six a.m. And I'm yeah. saying, yeah, yeah, and so she walked over with a tray of Jaeger shots at eleven o'clock in the morning <sighs> at breakfast, and then she was calling us fucking Jaeger. Yeah, and called Why? us pussies that we called us. Know. Oh yeah, no, uh, I think you guys did it. I did one. Yeah. You I did didn't, one. I didn't want to. I think half of you guys did. I did half of mine and then like act like I was tying my shoe and spit the other half of it out. And Josh <laughs> Somebody just pulled said, it out like in their plate of fucking eggs and hash browns yeah, that and was, shit. That was probably Scoobs because he gives no fucks. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he wouldn't do it. It's just crazy, man. Like, I don't know. I, I, I want to go back there if for no other reason than just to experience like going out to bars and random. Observe the culture. Yeah. Dude, it was well, then awesome. That, that, that next, that the day we did the Jaeger shots, I think that was the day we were going out to ride the snowmobiles and shit, right? Oh, yeah. And we like stopped we every 20 way. minutes at a bar. Yeah, and we just kept going to different bars, and then we fucking went on glaciers and fucking rode snowmobiles and shit, and it was awesome. Uh, yeah. But then I think we had to play that night, too. It was like the longest <laughs> fucking day of all time. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't get dark, so yeah. you have no sense of time and space. Yeah. It's like, what fucking day is it? Yeah, what it was universe like, am I in? It was yeah, summertime, yeah. but it's still snow everywhere. But yeah, we'd come out of the bar at 2 a.m. and still yeah. like 6 p.m. looking there. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, dude, so... I do remember, like, after the, first of all, riding snowmobile, it was Spencer Glacier. Yeah. We, none of us ever ridden snowmobiles, and we were, like, 
dude, I just, I, it was like top one of the top moments of my life, dude. It was unfucking believable. Dude. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, you're just surrounded by these gigantic fucking peaks, thousands of feet over your head, and you're just like on the snow. Oh, guys, fucking amazing. Um, <laughs> shout out to uh Robinson. Robinson, that? yeah, that was our our promoter. Yeah, yeah. He was he was kind of like a like a fight promoter. <laughs> like he didn't really do <laughs> yeah, rock yeah. and roll shows, but <laughs> yeah, he fucking took us out and, and yeah, hooked us up in style. It was awesome. That's where I was going with this. So after we got off the snowmobiles. We start, we think we're going back to the hotel to get showered up to, you know, eat dinner and then maybe go out or whatever. We drive for maybe like 15 minutes and he pulls in a bar. We just go in, take a shot, get back in the car, drive again. Same thing. 10 minutes later, we stop at a fucking boxing match. Remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah. A straight up fucking boxing boxing match. And we go in there to promote our show. He like went in the ring and fucking Stop talking about story yeah. here. Holy fuck. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, he was like, come on, we're going to promote the show. And nobody gave a fuck about who we were yeah. or what we were doing there. We like, yeah, yeah. went in and they're like, yeah, they're playing tonight over at uh, yeah, yeah. whatever. Charlie's fucking Chilkoot Charlie's or whatever it's called. Right? Ch- yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is all popping in my head right now. Yeah. Uh, but no, there was like two vehicles because I remember him being like, Dan and Ryan or whoever it was. I think it was like us two or something. He's like, you're coming with me. And like yeah. he kept making us go to bars and yeah, shit. Yeah. And everybody yeah. else is in the van like going back. And uh, we were just fucking raging, and we had to play that night. It was fun. I'll we tell did, you but. what was fucking awesome, though. Do you remember that our dressing room, the first time we went to Alaska, our dressing room, he rented a party bus? Yeah. And, shit. and, uh-huh. and he hired a, a bartender. Yeah, it was so it's right. like, Yeah, yeah so like... Bartender. Fucking dude, Jesus we were Christ. just in there listening to fucking Josh's hip-hop mix with our own <laughs> private bartender in a party bus. Like, I, dude, I'm... I am not going to be able to sleep tonight thinking about this shit. Like, it was yeah. so fucking fun. And then the show and was we like... Put, and it was the weirdest venue ever. <laughs> and it was fully a thing that we've never experienced where we weren't like an opening band in the early days. We were like an established band and we were there. But more than half the crowd, I don't think knew our band. They were just there like, oh, some fucking sweet bands here. I heard some sweet bands coming. <laughs> yeah. So they were just there to like party and see whatever the band was because they get so few shows. Yeah. So him going to that fight and being like, there's fucking show, chill, coot, Charlie's. Yeah. Like worked. I guess it's it just worked. Like, yeah. Here's where the party is. It was insane. However he could make his money, it was great because he was spending it all on us and it was fucking yeah. great. But Yeah. That show was insane. The pre-show fucking party and our own party bus with our own private bartender was like definitely a standout moment in my touring career for fucking sure. Yeah. That's not, uh, that doesn't yeah. happen every day. Yeah. Dude. Then we went back and had a different promoter, but then we still hung out with Robinson the whole time. We were, <laughs> yeah. we were like, dude, oh, yeah. where are you at? We want to hang out with you. God, that's fun, man. We played with uh, 36 Crazy Fists that second time. Yeah. Oh, is this yeah. is the second time? They're actually up from there. Where we did an under-18 show? Is that Maybe. the second time? No, it was the no, first time. No, that was time. the first one. R- yeah. oh, okay. Because like, he couldn't get an all-ages show at the bigger venue, so he did two yeah. different shows. That's right. Yeah, two yeah. nights in a row. Can you guys even imagine, at this point, playing an under-18 show? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I don't think I would do it. It would feel so fucking weird. Remember when we first started touring, we hated doing college shows because the kids were too old, remember? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now it's like, oh my yeah. God, playing for 21-year-olds seems weird as fuck. Oh my God, yeah. That's crazy. There are obviously fans of our band in that age range, but yeah. at the time, all of our fans were like 16 to 19 or something, you know, at first. I remember playing 21 and up shows, or if there was an 18 and up show because there was like, you, you know, you couldn't get a venue or whatever. We were like, dude, nobody's going to show up. We can't fucking do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a real issue at first. Old people don't like us. Yeah, yeah, that was a for real an issue. Like anything twenty one up, even the eighteen over shows like weirded me out. But I did, Dan. Yeah. Uh, I do remember because for people listening, colleges have like tend to have really high entertainment 
budgets or whatever. Like they have mm-hmm. like a certain like quota they have to hit every year. So long story short, they pay really well for for bands. Yeah. So we would, especially earlier in our career, we did a lot of college shows. And I remember, I remember just like college kids are too old, man. Like they're too old. Yeah. Dude, it was weird. And we would do like a lot of really cool ones. You know, like we played with 311 at a college a couple times. We did a corn one at a college or something. That's what yep. that was. Holy shit. I think that was a college show too, right? Like we would yep. always get offered these great shows and they'd pay like twice as much as a normal headlining show would. Yep. But yeah, half the time we're like, it's not going to, we can't do it. It's going to suck. But yep. we'd do it anyway. We see shit all the time, though. I do at least, like, checking the mentions on the Story of the Year account, people who saw us in college. Like, I didn't know who you guys were, and I saw you with fucking whoever, some band that totally doesn't fit with us. <laughs> One of the last ones I remember was us and Mike Jones. <laughs> yes. Remember that? Oh, yes. that was, like, yeah, the I totally college, remember that. Like, the, like, what the, city was that? The, We've talked about this, I think, on the podcast. I don't fucking know. Somewhere in, like, Somewhere in the Midwest, I feel like. I don't know. East Coast, maybe. It was an old, old building, old hotel. Yeah, it was just us and him though, and he he didn't show up for like two hours after we played. So like it was a whole different show, basically. Yeah. Do you guys remember? This was way back in the day. I don't remember the college, but do you guys remember playing in like a rec room kind of area with My Chemical Romance? Yeah, yeah in a fucking college. We, yeah. I, yeah, it was, was like, like in like in like Jersey or something. When's it? Yeah, it was. It was somewhere over it was there, like kind of where they're from, I think, because. It was before, like... It, yeah, it, it wasn't, like, a, a stage. It wasn't, like, a venue. We were, like, in the middle of, like, a like a rec area. Not even, like, yeah. in a gymnasium or anything. Just, like, in the middle of a hallway. It was story of the year of My Chemical yeah, Romance. I feel like it was, Romance. like, at the, at the end of that used tour that we did with them. I feel like yeah. maybe it was, like, we did that show and maybe one other thing together. Yeah. But then they opened they opened for us at the Galaxy in St. Louis, too. Right before, oh, like... That's right. Like, right when we first changed our name to Story of the Year. Holy shit. It was like my Kim and story of the year at the galaxy, which held like 250 people. Oh my God. Pretty crazy. Yo, this is a good time for me to mention, uh, a dude I work, work with named Austin that you guys, I think have met. He told me about this website called concertarchives.org. It's like user generated, but people will upload like set lists, picks, ticket stub, photos, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, almost like a concert wiki kind of. Yeah, for band's mm-hmm. history, and there's a ton of shit from our history. And it basically, if you're listening to this and you're a fan, go to concertarchives.org and start putting your shit up because I would love for us to like be able to build the full back history of all of our shows and know what the fuck we're talking about when we're trying to think of these places. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just don't want to forget this. I was about the podcast last week. You guys were talking about Brazil. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you mentioned this at the end of the podcast. I haven't made it to the end yet, but do you guys remember? The one show we went on at like three thirty in the morning because they locked the promoter outside the venue and loaded on just a random like local band to play. Yeah, we yeah. told that story, didn't we? I don't know. It was the first time we went. Yeah, that wasn't. Oh, the wasn't that time? time? Oh, no, it was oh, the damn. first time. Oh, okay. I well, thought we were it was headlining. Okay, never mind. Yeah, that was our first time being there, and and yeah, we we were supposed to go on at what, like ten p.m. or whatever, and yeah. we were the headliner, right? It was our mm-hmm. show. Yeah. 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 And there was like fucking seven opening bands and yeah, just kept getting pushed back. It's like, yeah, we're going to go on at midnight. Yeah. Let's run them a little behind. We're going to go on at one. And then fuck. Yeah. Then they locked the promoter out a fucking whole nother band. Come on and play. Come came on and play. Come on. They all come on and play. Yeah. Um, and we played at like what? 3 a.m. or something. 3 a.m. Yeah. We went on yeah. stage at 3 a.m. So yeah. that's do you guys. I mean, I, I just thought about it because you guys were talking about how sketchy that part of the world can be and you know how they don't pay us all the money they owe us and all that stuff. But (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Like think about that. Like a local band, a Brazilian local band showed up to the venue, just fucking strong armed the promoter and said, get the fuck out of here. Loaded in. We're going to play a show. And they said, 
Then not only we're gonna we're gonna open up for story of the year tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just fucking locked people out of the venue and loaded their fucking band in and played. And I remember we, our dressing room was like kind of outside. Like we were like it was like outside, and I remember we were in there with Charlie, uh and who was our acting TM and guitar tech, and yep. he was just Charlie like Marshall. Charlie Marshall, shout out Charlie Marshall. And he was just like, Yeah, just stay in the dressing room, like no no one leave. We're just gonna sit here, we're gonna just like we're not gonna get Wait involved. We're not yeah. going to get involved. We're not going to get fucking murdered. Just Yeah, because we're all like, yeah. what do we do? Well, Nothing. I remember personally, I was wait. just like, I just remember just going like, what the, f-? like, s- no. Like, people aren't just going to fucking show up and open for our band. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. you got to go do something about this, you know? And he was just like, nope, we're not getting murdered. Like, nah, I don't think nah. we can do anything. Yeah. And the show, the show was fucking awesome too. Yeah, yeah out of control, dude. Like, we yeah. went out at 3 a.m. and it was just yeah. madness. And it was like, yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy to think about. At the time, it was fucking scary. The idea of like someone being like essentially held captive while the, while their fucking band <laughs> yeah, yeah got on stage. But in hindsight, respect. <laughs> yeah. that's, fuck, that's gangster as shit. That's more gangster than fucking anything we ever pulled ever <laughs> yeah, in our yeah. whole career. Yeah, Times if anybody 10. knows what band that was or what they were called, let us yeah, know. Yeah. That's, that's pretty bad. Not, yeah, not not that it was like scary. It was just like. That shit doesn't happen where we're from. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No. Yeah. For us, it wasn't scary. Obviously, like, we were in the dressing room the whole night and like nothing was weird. Everything was fine. We were just kept getting told that yeah. it's getting pushed back, it's getting pushed back. And, yeah. And basically, you can't do shit about it. Okay. Oh, Whatever. Man. Crazy, man. You don't question the, 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 the runnings of, uh, of the gangsters <laughs> in other countries, you know? Yeah. No. I don't know if we talked about that or not. That's good. Yeah. I feel like there's just, Lots of shit that uh, as we keep doing this podcast, there's more like dudes for people listening, especially our Patreon folks. It's about to be go time for story of the year. Can't really say anything else besides that, but there is ultimate radness coming. Um, So we're going to have lots of current and future stuff to talk about really soon on this podcast. But I think there's always going to be awesome shit to talk about, about our past and the journey we've had so far. Cause I, I feel like, all we have to do is think five minutes and there's a story like that, you know? Yeah. So we can always talk about that shit. The next two guests, if it works out, as long as no one's sick again or throwing up or whatever the, the timeline works out, are great ones. Tight. Uh, I won't say. I'll tell you guys after. But the next two are going to be fucking awesome. Is it President Barack Obama? It's going to be uh, Joe Biden. He's going to tell us the story of falling up the stairs. Man, I was I was in a pit and I fell down. Joe Biden. You know who I want to get on here that's, I think, totally... Would be totally awesome and totally doable. Martin Short. And it's it's exciting to me because it's not really music related. Martin Jean. We need to get David Freeze on here. Mm, that'd be fun. You yeah. Know? yeah. I think it'd be really, really cool and fun. interesting. He's retired. He can talk about uh, fucking raging and stuff, right? Yeah, probably. Dude, I think he'd talk about anything. And he's play, he plays the guitar. He's like super into music and guitar. He's just a good dude. It'd be fun to talk to him. Yeah, this is a good question for our, our listeners and or our patrons. Who do you want us to have on here? Tag some people. And yeah. tell them to fucking do our podcast, and then we'll get a hold of them and yeah. share some stories with. Good call, Dan. Hey, also, if you're listening, and there's a part in the podcast that you think is funny, anything, screen capture that shit or whatever, record it, post it on social media, and tag us, because we want to we want to hear what you guys enjoy the most, like what you get out of it. We see a lot in the Discord with the uh, the patrons, but everybody else, the normal listeners, put it up on social media and let us know. Yeah, we'll, we'll repost it. Yeah. Yo. Yeah, because we're trying to figure out how to fuck to promote these things. <laughs> we don't know. We're rock and rollers. We're not used to just talking all the time. Yeah, shut yeah. up. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. So, yeah, tell them about that Patreon thing then. 
Yeah, you should go to, if you want to, if you want to support this podcast and the new stuff coming up, you can go to patreon.com slash story of the year. At the very least, you can join our Discord server and talk to all the people in there that are having all kinds of fun doing weird shit, talking about story of the year. But there's also merch tiers involved. Sorry, patrons, we still owe you merch, t-shirts and shit. Um, access to VIP stuff for upcoming shows when that happens, because that's coming. We're all getting vaccinated. Makeout sessions, uh, special porn filmings. That's my private one. <laughs> live stream access, uh, like when we did our, our live stream shows recently. Additional content, all of it, patreon.com slash story of the year. You can get it there. Or if you just enjoy this shit and you just want to kick a couple bucks to help support this free thing that you get that you enjoy, that would be cool. I would like that. Yeah, that's cool. Hear us remember more things about Alaska and South America. and We got plenty more, but we just got to get in the mode and think about it. I feel like more money makes my brain remember more stuff. <laughs> Speaking of free money, <laughs> our Make Us a Millionaire GoFundMe campaign, it really happened. Oh, my God. It really happened. But we're not mil- Shout out Mike Cronin. <laughs> yeah. We're <laughs> up to like 500 bucks. Yeah, we're not millionaires <laughs> yet, but if you guys could go ahead and uh, make us make us get there, that'd be good. That's 250 cool. of it's Mike Cronin's <laughs> basically basically he started it and then he's funding the whole thing so I feel fucking weird about this guys it's so dub I know it's great but, but I had to bring it up again because we joked about it and then it, now it's really happening I know hey maybe if there's enough money we'll throw a big pizza party slash wet t-shirt contest with all Josh's family members <laughs> for all the patrons <laughs> yes grand prize winner $590 oh, oh, fucking A all right. All right. As everybody uh, knows, at Story of the Year for all of our shit, my shit's all at Adam the Skull. I'm at Dan Marcella. I am Ryan Phillips. Cool. Everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, Josh wanted me to tell you to suck one. <laughs>